gotta put that first. Uh-huh. You know, Kendall, Kendall got attacked immediately <laughs> at the first 30 <laughs> seconds of our podcast. <laughs> oh. Uh, shit. I don't Bring know. it on. Yeah, I ain't gonna do a screen recording. That means they weren't listening. They weren't listening? Yeah. Uh-uh. I mean, they, they normally don't anyway. <laughs> you stupid as fuck. <clears throat> I'm yeah. dying over here, too, clearly. <clears throat> All right, so where's that? How can you get upset in 30 seconds? Mm-hmm. Because you weren't listening. Well, no, they listened to the whole thing because they, <laughs> they felt better when Kendall started I know. <laughs> yeah. They hated me and your take, Montre. Of course. Oh, <laughs> uh, shit. <clears throat> All right. Listen. Kendall was nicer. Yeah, Kendall. He was, was damn near saying the same thing we were saying. He just was nicer about it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, let me go ahead and set the tone. I'm going to go ahead and open up with some music, gentlemen. <clears throat> so here we go. And three, two. Yeah, 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 yeah. We bake. No matter how long it takes. Sorry we left y'all for so long. This is all Montre's fault. <laughs> I wasn't even invited until five minutes ago. You was you was definitely invited. <laughs> <laughs> Spiraling up, just like a rich nigga staircase. No fly zone, please stay the fuck out my airspace. Niggas say things behind backs that they wouldn't dare say. No, it's on sight when I see you, I'm working at Squarespace. Yeah, top of the morning, I know that you thought I was dormant. Woke up early from shots that was swarming, a block from the outside of cops in the orbit. Cause somebody got popped, now they knocking on doors, trying to find an informant. But I ain't seen Nathan, I'm minding my business. As God is my witness, the weapon gon' prosper that's forming against me. Nigga, I'm starving, he missly. Know when I'm done with these songs, you gon' miss me. John Moran, I'm on my grizzly. You niggas just cuz, but no, not the ones in the big leagues. After the fall off, I promise I'm coming and selling our Wrigley's. Nigga. I'm just a product of poverty, full of narcotics to profit off quickly. My family tree got a history of users that struggle with demons, not really the hustler instincts. Therefore, often my pockets was empty. So while some of my partner was serving up rocks on the corners of project assemblies. Me, I was starting to envy. Wanna be on the top where it's plenty. Wanna be in a spotlight where every bitch want me like Rihanna dropping new Fenty. What I see in the sky, the villas are silly. Can't reach up too high, evidently. Nah. I can't reach up too high evidently Never seen a one driving a Bentley I can't be out here mopping up Wendy's My life is all I have My rhymes, my pen, my pad And I done made it out to struggle, don't judge me What you saying now won't budge me Cause where I come from so often People you grow with laying in a coffin But I done made it through the pain and strife it's my time now, my world, my life, my life. Yeah, he smoked oh, that. Oh, I was about to say, nigga, you before, gonna play that song? Before 21? Mm. <laughs> Duh, he smoked that <laughs> shit. <laughs> but let me, let me provide a little more. Uh... This is for everybody who always talking about women ain't got no representation in hip hop. To my enemies. Well, they do. Top tier rap shit. Mm-hmm. My true star. Pondering, pondering how to approach. Some of y'all sensitive, but y'all still need to know. Yeah. Wonder how a bunch of sheep can have opinions on a goat. How? We all on the same continent and off the same boat. Right. Remember early on, y'all ain't treat me all the same, no. Uh-huh. Used to question why the brothers even rock with me, foe. Uh. Remember y'all wonder, used to wonder by wonder. Question why they ever want to push a black woman. Right. Niggas on my leg. 
want me in the front and some sisters in the industry. I know y'all was front. I know it. Dress too tomboy, rap too lyrical. I can say more. The pain will bring a few tears to you. I shed a few with Boo Bad and Fort Lauderdale. Now I'm booed up. They boo who? Cause I didn't fail. Know who you are. I was told names never tell. The weight that I carry those summers I'm never real. Now they say I ain't a lead. <laughs> On to the next, I don't take time to address opinions And ain't knife, Dre or Jay-Z right. Only rap radars, I need a dim man the streets right. Be careful the validations y'all see uh -huh. I've been in them offices, they don't look like you or me uh -huh. I've been in offices that they look like me I learned lessons about my essence and this industry uh -huh. Y'all banked on the wrong ones, wasted your energy yeah. Lost more interest, got me laughing at my enemies <laughs> Every door you close, every back you Listeners, we bake with another episode of Unlabeled, the podcast. I got my good brother, Kendall, in the feel building. It, How you feel? feel it. <laughs> come on, come on. How you feeling this week, Kendall? <laughs> feeling great, man. Feeling yeah. good. Um, how about you guys? I'm doing great, man. And also, I have my Trey in the building. How you feeling this week, brother? Man, fantastic, fantastic, man. Good to be back. That's what I'm talking about. And also, I got Tristan in the building. Uh, for a lot of y'all who are not familiar, uh, Tristan uh, also does the uh, Pops Project podcast with me. Uh, he's been on hiatus because uh, he had a few uh, things he had to handle, personal issues he had to handle. I won't say issues, <laughs> personal things. I'm sorry. If I'm life. <laughs> yeah, life. You know what I'm life. saying? But, yeah. uh, but welcome to Unlabeled, brother. How you feeling this week? Man, I'm feeling good. Glad to be here with you guys. Finally get to hear the voices of the other guys from Unlabeled. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> yes, welcome, sir. Welcome, brother. Welcome, welcome. Man, welcome. appreciate y'all. Yeah, I had to start off with a couple <laughs> uh, strong lyrics here, you know what I'm saying, some, mm. some representation. Because uh, well, uh, we got Juneteenth coming up. What y'all got planned for Juneteenth? I know a lot of us just make it a, a one of them holidays that's kind of just like there. And, you know, I don't know if a lot of us take it uh, literal or if we actually celebrate it the way that we should, being black uh, people. But uh, uh, do y'all have any special plans or y'all just don't, don't got nothing planned for Juneteenth? I think here, uh, I'll go ahead. I said, I'm going to come clean. Last year was the first year we, we celebrated it, man. We canceled fourth. We didn't do nothing on the fourth. We, we took uh, it full-fledged. Okay. That's dope. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's what's up. Uh, uh, Kendall, how about you? You got any plans for Juneteenth, or are you just chilling? Um, yeah, we going to some, um, just some things that's out here, just some events. Um, but, um, but I'm also like, I'm actually, um, we have some events also with the uh, network. Mm -hmm. um, you know, the the uh, ERG that I'm in at work. So, okay. um, and then there's a few different regions that'll be getting involved together to throw an event. Um, so, you know. Again, to push and to get people to, you know, understand the importance of it. And also. Uh, I lost you there for a second, Kendall. Y'all hear you? Kendall? muted yourself, bro. I'm sorry. And to make it a normal holiday, similar to uh, what Tristan is doing. You know what I'm saying? Basically how he's like, <laughs> we ain't even celebrating the fourth. And I'm not necessarily saying it um, would necessarily have to be that. But I like the way that he's stressing it. Like, no, we're we going to do this. Mm -hmm. So. So yeah, I, I, um, that's pretty much what we're trying to push. So yeah, and if y'all don't understand the significance of Juneteenth, uh, I'm not sure if a lot of our listeners are familiar, but we did a whole podcast about it last year. You can go back mm -hmm. and look at uh, Juneteenth podcast, uh, podcast where we had uh, uh, Marjorie Henderson on, and uh, mm -hmm. um, like I said, y'all can go listen to the whole episode. We give you a whole history breakdown of uh, Juneteenth and its significance. Uh, so yeah, it's very important, especially as a Black American. So definitely. Uh, Definitely check uh, check out check out that episode and uh, do some research if y'all not familiar with it. Um, I'm not gonna I'll, I'll save y'all. Uh, let y'all do y'all own research on this one. <laughs> but also, yeah, we doing. Um, I think we doing. Um, Lamar's having an event. We actually had um, listeners. We had Lamar on. Um, he's the owner of a A Fresh mm -hmm. <clears throat> clothing line. We had him on a few episodes ago. 
but he's actually doing a big event, I believe. So I'm gonna go ahead and check that out. So. Oh yeah, that's dope. I didn't even know nothing about that. Yeah, tell them why to hit me up before next week so uh, we can get it out there so the listeners can be aware. Yeah. Um, but one one of the first topics I want to bring up, I'm not sure if y'all uh, seen this, uh, but um, this is <laughs> I call it the bonnet the bonnet chronicles. Uh, <laughs> where where um, we got this question in our community. Uh, uh, image has been a huge topic lately, and um, it it was this uh, picture of these young ladies circling around the internet, uh, walking through the airport with bonnets and slides on and uh, and pajama clothes and everything like that. And um, also, Mo- Monique recently just uh, experienced some of the same issues, so she actually went on her platform and actually spoke on it. I'm gonna play a little bit of it here. Um, <clears throat> a lot of people had a lot to say about this. I want to know how y'all felt about it, but I'm gonna go ahead and play a little bit of this, Monique. Hold on one second. But there are times where auntie got to talk to her babies. Let me rewind this. And say some real. Hey, my sweet babies. So, (laughs) um, it took me a minute to say what I'm getting ready to say, because I want to make sure I'm not saying it in judgment. And I want to make sure I'm saying it from a place of love. Y'all, some of y'all have given me the title of auntie. And I'm honored that y'all do that, right? But there are times where auntie gotta talk to her babies and say some real shit. So yesterday, I was in the airport in Atlanta because I'm in Jackson, Mississippi now at Chuckles Comedy Club, right? And we got three shows tonight. We got a matinee at 5.30, then we got seven, then we got 10, right? And I'm excited, I always love going to the stage. So when we got to the airport yesterday, I was excited, like, all right, baby, let's go get him in Jackson, Mississippi. And as we began to walk through the airport, I saw so many, actually too many to count and too many for me to tap. But I saw so many of our young sisters in head bonnets, scarves, slippers, pajamas, Blankets wrapped around them, and this is how they're showing up to the airport. And it, I've been seeing it, not just at the airport, I've been seeing it at the store, at the mall. I've been seeing sisters showing up with these bonnets and headscarves and their slippers. And the question that I'm having to you, my sweet babies, when did we lose pride in representing ourselves? When did we step away of let me make sure I'm presentable when I leave my home. Let me make sure I'm representing the family I created so that if I'm out in the street, I look like I have pride in myself. And I'm not saying no full face of makeup. I'm not saying no full front lace frontal. I'm not saying none of that. All I'm saying is, could you please comb your hair? And if you don't, I'm, I'm gonna go ahead and stop it right there because that's pretty much it. Just because like, I, 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 I feel like she was about to go down a whole rabbit hole of shit. <laughs> but I'm gonna go ahead and stop it right there. But how do y'all how do y'all feel about that? Because uh, I know speaking for me, 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 you, me, I, I can speak for me and my trade personally. When I can say that when we step out the house, we are gonna at least be presentable. Like I said, I ain't saying we're gonna throw on no suit or no button up or nothing like that. But when we step out the house, when we going out somewhere, we are gonna at least be presentable. So when you meeting us, you you ain't you meeting uh, us at our best. You know what I mean? It, it don't even it really don't even matter if we just run into the store. But how do y'all feel about that? I, I'm gonna go ahead and let, let y'all go ahead and expound a little bit. Uh, Kendall, you can go first. Yeah, hey, I can go ahead first. 
Um, I, I go, man. Like, like even I understand the whole you want to be comfortable, especially if you're gonna be traveling all day. You get on flights and stuff like that. But like the bonnet, come on now. Like that shit is used for when you get your hair done and you don't want to mess it up while you're going to sleep. That's what it's for. You know what I'm saying? So like that shit, tramp, tramp, eat. <laughs> when women be wearing that shit outside, bro. Um, when I see that shit, that's a whole turn off, bro. Like, I don't, I don't want nothing to do with that shit. Mm. And if my woman, like, if, if I was dating somebody and she tried to go outside like that, come on, fam. No, it ain't gonna happen. Like, take that shit off and do your hair. I think it's really because motherfuckers want to be lazy. They don't want to unwrap their shit and do it before they finna go somewhere. Mm-hmm. They like, You know what I'm saying? So they just keep it on, especially if they traveling and stuff like that. But I hate that shit. Like, I don't, man, that bonus. I, you know what? Even, even low-key, even if like you laying next to me in bed, don't have that bonnet on. Go get that silk scarf. Get that silk scarf and wrap that motherfucker up. Unless you <laughs> mad. Up, Unless you mad, you can so, wear the bonnet. That bonnet's so ugly to me, bro. Like that shit horrible, man. So, but like, but like Ron said, though, I was just taught to. <clears throat> you look good, you gonna feel good. So when I leave the house, I might not get suited and booted or nothing, but I'm still gonna look very presentable. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I, I just I look at it like that. I, I don't have no do right now. Right. What's up? You're buying it. Tristan, what I'm gonna have to do right now? Yeah, Tristan, how do you feel about <laughs> that, man? Um, right, I, I concur. I agree. Mm-hmm. But I'm gonna play devil av, devil's advocate a little bit. Mm-hmm. I think that the generations simply have changed. So who's to say that those are the rules that should be here today? Like we look at it from, I call it, that's grandma rules. Grandma always say, when you go out, you look good, you look presentable, you blah, 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 blah. But we dealing with grandmas now that's hell 45, mm-hmm. right? Who aren't sure. living like that, you know? And, 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 and those same rules may not apply anymore. I think it is unpresentable, but you know, just to play devil's advocate a little bit, we just, we're in a different time, different generation. So nobody hold those standards any longer. Mm-hmm. And Kendall, how you feel about it? Uh, I pretty much agree with some along the lines of what Tristan's talking about. Mm-hmm. Uh, the generation has changed. Um, uh, I mean, uh, actually, uh, I Star was actually talking about this on his podcast. He said, um, you know, when did you niggas become so comfortable wearing slides out in public? You know what I'm saying? And uh, and I think that it has a lot to do with comfort. Like he was saying, like you just people just don't even really care anymore. It, I mean, that's really the, the reality of the situation. Um, and I think that, um, I think it should change to an extent. I think that people should care a little bit more about what they're, you know, how they're presenting themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's just a crawl across the board. You know, it's just like people walking around with the pants hanging off the ass still to this day. And like, they don't care. And they just, or they walking around with dusty socks, wearing slides and just, carrying on i just think it's a as a whole like i just think it needs to change but to, to monique's point monique is strictly just talking about um uh her from what she's saying from her perspective of women mm-hmm. and when i and i and i think that she should talk about it because if it's coming from her perspective and like she's you know she's a little bit more old school in, in the same breath too um if she wants to comment about how she feels that women should present themselves in a certain way I, i'm fully for that because it's her perspective and i think that more women should listen to a perspective coming from an older, from an old head, they, as they say, because I think a lot of us need to really respect, respect, respect where that comes from. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of us don't really do that as much as we should. So, mm-hmm. yeah. And on the line of the things that all y'all said, cause I, I agree with 
every, every last one of y'all statements. I believe that you should have the, the generations has changed. I believe that uh, a lot of people are doing it just out of uh, comfort. And I also believe that you should represent yourself uh, in a certain way when you, mm-hmm. when you when you outside of your home. The, the major issue is, though, is you're, you're the one that have to live with those results. So if you're presenting yourself right. at a certain type of way, if you walk outside the house with a bonnet on a do-rag, some slides, I hate seeing I'm, – I'm a person, I say it all the time, I hate seeing grown man feet. If you're a grown-ass man, I don't want to see your raggedy-ass toes in the open-toe slides, especially if you got ashy feet. <laughs> like, I, I'm, we, not rocking it. <laughs> we not rocking with that at all. I hate that shit. I hate it with a passion. I do not want to see no grown man feet out in public. Um, but, 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 uh, also like I said, I'm, I'm, I'm of, I'm of the same old school mentality that you should uh, present yourself and, yeah. in, uh, in, in a certain fashion. When I, I've traveled many places overseas and I've never seen people come outside with, uh, gym clothes on. I'm talking about sweats, uh, uh, basketball shorts, silkies, as we like to call them in our community. Uh, none of that. Every time I seen somebody step out, there was in hard bottoms, slacks and a button up. Outside of this country. Now, Americans, we get somewhere, we wearing jerseys out, we wearing, uh, you know, uh, stuff to be quote-unquote comfortable. And in other cultures, it's just not acceptable. And we've gotten so far away from that in our culture. Um, uh, I think we do need to step back into that lane a little bit as far as uh, being respectable and being prideful when you come out of your uh, house because you never know what opportunities is going to present themselves to you. Uh, so right. you need to be looking a certain way. Now, you can. Now you have the right because we Americans. You can go outside looking any kind of way you want to, but you're the one that's going to have to live with those results if you miss if you miss. An, right, exactly. You're gonna miss an op- if you miss an opportunity. Um, you know, we normalize those things. Right, you know? exactly. Just, just right. like we normalize baby mamas, we're fine with twelve ch- twelve kids. That's and, a fact. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. like, you know, have no problem doing that. We have no problem like, you know, we just we normalize it. So it's just yeah. about what's important to you. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And in this country, there's a lot of stuff that is just that flies. You know, you can go. You know, there's a lot of stuff we can just do. I mean, we we can go down the line, but. You know, it's just about what we allow and what we're, you know, what what do we need to change and or what are we going to change? And if we're not going to change it, you know, we're going to see all this comfort. <laughs> right. That's a fact. <laughs> and that's what it uh, is. Yeah. And I definitely, I just definitely think we need to be changing this. Uh, uh, <laughs> hopefully, <laughs> hopefully our listeners and our, and our people in our community and our close, our tribe uh, can uh, represent. I, um, I, I mean, second it, try. It, it, it could be a coincidence, but every mm-hmm. time you see a fight at the airport, what's involved? A bonnet. A bonnet. <laughs> <laughs> you ignorant as hell, Trey. Straight up, man. Yeah. Take that shit off, ladies. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I wonder, just to piggyback on it a little bit, mm-hmm. I wonder how much does the man that the woman is involved with have to do with that bonnet? Because when women are at a certain point in their life and they start to deal with upper echelon men, those qualities that are beneath that man start to change. A lot of these women that you see out in public with those bonnets on aren't the women that's going to be exposed or around that man that's not going to allow that. The man that she's with is the one with the slides, the do-rag, the pants below his ass. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So... Peace, kind of plays peace. a significant peace. part as well. Right? Choice, mm-hmm. what you allow. Yeah, yeah, because mm-hmm. I, I, I know, I know. Uh, like I said, a lot of those women, they they exude uh, masculine energy, and they're not even going to allow themselves to be uh, uh, led by a man for for the most part. Mm-hmm. So I definitely feel you in that um, in that sense. Uh, and a lot of them don't know how to lead, and that's so, a fact. There's, a lot, there's that too. Yeah, that's fact. But yeah, so no, no, we, I ain't just putting all the blame on the women. Like I said, because no, tr- I'm not. Tristan, I'm not even saying you yeah. are. I'm yeah, just, yeah. Tr- Tristan brought up a very valid, valid to, point. To Tristan's point, yeah. Tristan, what Tristan's saying, they're mm-hmm. not talking to 
uh, you know, to his to his quote, upper echelon <laughs> type of guy. <laughs> so, right. right. So there you go. Yeah, I mean, and that's why I said that's when it goes <clears throat> boils back to uh, choice and uh, and you know you having to live with it. If you want to, if you want, so basically what we're saying is, if you looking to attract a certain type of gentleman, I don't think uh, bonnets and slides in the airport is gonna rock, is gonna slide. And same thing for guys. <laughs> right. If you want, if you want to, if you want to attract a certain type of uh, opportunity or even a woman of some. Uh, some semblance of value or uh, um, substance. Uh, you shouldn't be walking around with your pants below your ass and slides with socks on and your rusty ass feet out <laughs> in Walmart. <laughs> Looking like you just got done hooping. That's it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, this is uh, th- th- since we still on culture, I'm gonna uh, bring this up as well um, about uh, women being the purveyors of culture. Um, I think th- I think a, a large reason why this t- this is even a, a big topic is because we tend to look at women in our community i i think i think every community does not just the black community but we tend to look as at women as they're teaching the next generation because they're the ones that are at the home with the kids they're the one that's nature nurturing and um nurturing the children so when you see them do things like this it's easy for us to pass judgment on them you know what i mean because we look at them as the purveyors of culture you know what i mean they're the ones teaching the next generation it's not so much the men we do we pretty much out in the traditional sense we're, we're pretty much the ones that are uh, earning and providing um so, I uh, um, I, I think that's why this is this has become such a b- uh, big issue uh, is because the way we look at women in our in our culture, and uh, well, I think that's just world culture in general in the traditional sense. Um, and then another topic I also wanted to talk uh, touch on was um, things I've been saying in the community. I hear this this phrase all the time about black people not being monolithic. And uh, us, us uh, having different identities and individuality and everything like that. So don't judge us as far as uh, how, how how one person acts in our culture. Um, but I also think that it's time for us to have a little bit of uh, to actually be monolithic when it comes to culture. How do y'all feel about that statement? Do y'all feel like that that black people should uh, react more as uh, a, um, as um, as a group when it comes to culture, so we can get further in this in the United States? And I and 100%. I hundred percent. Yeah, and I, I want to point yeah. back to the '60s because in the '60s we all we you know we had those those statements you know black is uh, uh, black power you know black pride uh, you know had a lot of people wearing naturals and also coming out with uh, suits on and and <laughs> and marching and stuff you hardly you never seen nobody wearing street clothes in the '60s uh, when we were actually trying to get things uh, done for our culture <laughs> so that's what that's what I mean when well I say you knew that. you couldn't right exactly that was why. Mm-hmm. So, not, but but how do you feel about that statement though? As far as us needing to move as one as a culture. Go ahead, yeah. Guess let the guest go first, brother. Uh, look, we should, but is it going to happen? No. Is it the right thing to do? Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, in the sixties, there was no choice. Nothing was for play play. You couldn't play around with anything we had agendas we had to get things done Mm -hmm. but that did help our culture a lot man we could shout with each other we could you know everything that we did was with each other our economy was much better much stronger now we don't have those things none of those things are in place you got options it's scattered all around i don't even think people even embrace the blackness the way that they should it's on and off they turn it on and off it's good to be black one day it's bad to be black the next day so if we could move monolithic, great. But is it going to happen? No, because it's too much of, too, it's too sway. Everybody's opinions is different. Mm-hmm. So you don't you don't think you don't think it's any way that we can uh, uh, kind of expire, um, uh, kind of even make some 
I don't say legislation, but kind of make some plans as far as like getting us to move in that direction as a culture. You know what I you mean? Got group, you got groups and people that's doing those type of things, but the vast majority, is, I think it's kind of, I think that's a, it's a hard task mm-hmm. to get accomplished. Well, I, I think it's becoming a little bit easier. I'm, and I'm sorry to cut you off right now. I'll let you go after I just add this yeah. to it. I think it's becoming a little bit easier because because uh, with the with the internet, we're, we're starting to see uh, our culture is kind of shrinking and, and thoughts are kind of shrinking. So so you're starting to get more groups yeah. of people who are starting to think alike. Because I'm going to bring it up to a point like Kwame Brown. Kwame Brown has this huge platform. And uh, now, I mean, I watched him gain. When I first started watching Kwame Brown content, I think he had about uh, 80,000 followers on YouTube. And now he's up to like 390 some uh, um, followers because because he's been on these media personalities' head. We talked about him a couple weeks ago. Hold on one second. Something's going on here. My headphones acting stupid. One second. What the heck is that? Anyway, these dang $100 headphones acting like they got a short in them. I hope not. <laughs> but anyway, uh, 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 Kwame Brown, he uh, – um, He's been, like I said, on this platform, he's been talking about all these things in our community as far as uh, how these different media personalities attack black men constantly. And he's, he's grown a huge following. He covered a myriad of topics, but those are just a couple of things I'm, 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 I was speaking about now. But uh, it's, it's starting to get people, that you, see, you see a lot of people rallying behind him. Uh, even after all of the drama that he was going through the, the last month or so, he still continued to garner a, a lot of attention and garner a huge following. So um, uh, I, I think it's shrinking in that aspect. Uh, Trey, Trey, what were you about to say? I'm, I'll let you go ahead. No, no, I was just going to say, man, I, I just feel like uh, <clears throat> the uh, the U.S. government has us right where they want us. Mm-hmm. Like, just from the history of America and <clears throat> Blacks being here from slavery, any anytime people of color tried to come together, mm-hmm. what what they call us, kind of terrorists, all type of stuff. You know what I'm saying? So, like, it, it's, they got us where, where, they want, where they want us, bro. Like, and I, I agree with Tristan, bro. Like, I don't think it's going to happen. Um, it would be good if it did happen. It would be fantastic, actually. But mm-hmm. I don't know if us as a people are going to just do it. <clears throat> and just from the timeline of history, our government, they're not going to let it happen. You know what I mean? Or, or they're going to try to do anything they can to stop that from happening. You know what I'm saying? So I don't know how Kendall feel about it. But. Um, well, I, I, I'm different with in like terms of what, what I think nowadays, because like I said, I have seen some things change that I didn't think would um, as a result of, like you said, technology, Jerome. And also um, we have we actually have people in um, in some semblance of power with the Democratic um, uh, position, especially with the squad, quote unquote. Um, some of them are making some um, some some great ground. And I think that with legislation, some things can switch with that. It just has to be, like you said, uh, um, on, it doesn't necessarily have to be one accord on everything because everything doesn't necessarily have to be one accord because like, you, like Tristan was talking about, we live in a time now where everybody has a certain level of freedom that they believe that they really have. And <laughs> so now it's different. People don't really care. So like, you got, we got people, you got people in your circles that, you know, yeah, like Tristan was saying, yeah, it's cool right now, but like, okay, after that shit over with, <laughs> I don't really care anymore. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. or you're more so focused on you. Like, oh, well, shit, nigga, I got to get mine. I got to do this for my family, me and mine. I got to worry about me. And, and it's always me and mine, me and mine. But it's like, that works, but it still takes a village to take care of yeah. me and mine. Um, right. And sometimes we don't really, we kind of f- forgot that in a way. Um, but, <laughs> To Trey's point as well, there are things that have 
caused that to happen. You know, there are programs that we've tried to have. There are things that we tried to enforce that have gotten shut down. You got the Black Panthers as a result of that. Yeah. You got organizations that have tried, but they shut them down or they take it, you know, you Black Wall Street. There are other uh, uh, towns that have been destroyed. They don't even talk about that had neighborhoods and places where we were trying to formulate community, but things happen and <laughs> or shit gets blown up. So I'm not, I'm not saying that it's every case that causes it. Um, there's some things that are self-inflicted that that we cause. I mean, if we if we you know we want to really break down some things, I mean, hip hop music is a prime example of very destructive <laughs> elements that cause us to act the way that we do in a lot of ways. Mm -hmm. So a lot of our music is very destructive. But there's no legislation being put. They're not saying let's get rid of this music. <laughs> They're saying, well, I mean, it's making us money, so I mean, we're going to continue doing what we do. And at the same time. Some of us want to hear that kind of music, but it's because we've been indoctrinated to since birth almost mm -hmm. <laughs> with this music, especially the, the young generation. Right. Hip hop is the number one genre in the world right now. Mm -hmm. And I'm not saying music destroys everything, but I'm saying music does influence. Mm -hmm. It influences way more influences way more than a, a fucking video game. Mm -hmm. right. <laughs> so so it's just, you know, it's again about things that we're allowing and things that we might need to look at ourselves and change too, in a way. Mm -hmm. Not saying that we're it's all our fault though. But at the same time, there are things that we have to change as a whole. And then, and then also, to Trey's point, there are things that we're going to know that are going to get in the way. But we have to be ready for those things as well and put more emphasis on government and get, get more people involved in it because that's really the only way that we're going to change those things. Or if we have, you know, to your point, Jerome, one accord where we damn near storm in the Capitol – well, not not the way that the uh, the jackals did in January, Correct. but <laughs> damn they're storming the Capitol mm -hmm. and putting and, and putting people's feet to the fire. Like, hey, this shit still hasn't changed. We're seeing A, B, and C, or to your point, Jerome, we seeing stop the Asian hate and this and that. But what what about this? You know, mm -hmm. so these are the things that are going to have to, you know, to me, in my opinion, yeah, um, going to have to kind of be enforced as a whole, not just one mm -hmm. thing. It has to be several different things in place. Um, to be on one accord. Right. And that, um, we were speaking about, uh, you brought up uh, Stop Asian Hate. But before we go into that, because that's actually my next, uh, next topic, mm -hmm. uh, I wanted yeah. to just uh, say something that go to the point where you were talking about uh, hip-hop. Because you were saying mm -hmm. that hip-hop is, just, you know, a lot of hip-hop music is destructive. And I 100% agree with you. And, you know, mm -hmm. I've always been able to separate, compartmentalize that, you know, this is entertainment. But I know some well, Absolutely. People, but but know, a lot of people right. are not. Right. Yeah, that the, majority, the majority isn't. Uh, to, to your because, point, because real quick, because mm -hmm. if 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 look at look at um, what's the man that's what's my man? Uh, shit, he having like problems right now with prison, or he you know he's under investigation or indicted him or something like that. He was talking to the, Lil Wayne's daughter or something like that. Oh uh, yeah, Lucci. Like if 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 it's not if he's not real, like like right now we like oh he's stupid as hell. You a dumbass. But mm -hmm. like okay, <laughs> but. I mean, I'm rapping about says, this shit. I gotta, and so, like, right. if I can't, if I, if I can't be real about this, then y'all not gonna buy. You know, you're not gonna mm -hmm. really want to listen to my music. That's me. that's sometimes what the thought process is. And I'm not saying that mm -hmm. we can't compartmentalize because most people can. But right. well, I don't even say most. Mm -hmm. Some of us can, but I think there are people that if they not saying what they're doing. <laughs> we don't people, want it. We so. don't want it. Exactly. And, and, and I'm not uh, saying we as a we, but right. just I get what you're saying. The people consuming the music, especially right. people that don't look like us. Uh huh. So. And and I think that's why you you get the quote unquote conscious rappers are so important, like the J Cole's, the Rhapsodies, right. and, and uh, Lupe's, and all that, because uh, because they kind of um, balance it out. But it, like I said, it's still if you look at their audience base versus like these uh, are, are these artists who, who are uh, <laughs> it's uh, way more. Yes, yeah, right. way more. Exactly. Right. And um, 
that's why I kind of you just made up a good, a real good point, Jerome. Mm-hmm. Lupe and 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 uh, uh Jermaine, uh, Jermaine. <laughs> J. Cole, Jermaine Cole, I'm like, Jermaine Cole, he's getting crazy, but uh, yeah, but 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 you just said it, their fan base. Mm-hmm. I mean, remember, remember when Lupe had that problem in Atlantic? Mm-hmm. They what, was what outside. They, they stormed, was outside. They stormed New York. Bring Atlantic. that damn album out. What yeah. are y'all doing? Yeah. Leo yeah. Cohen, fool ass, came out with a boombox. He right? had a lot of problems. <laughs> you know what I mean? He went outside, like, okay, we're going to bring it out. Literally with a boombox. Same thing with J. Cole. Whatever J. Cole releases, right. bro, that shit's going platinum. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. he has he has a, a definite fan base that's like, we want that shit. But you have other people that like, oh, that nigga put me to sleep. Mm-hmm. Oh, that nigga boring. He mm-hmm. and I ain't hearing this shit. This shit trash. You know. And it's like, bro, you didn't even listen to the album. You probably listened mm-hmm. to two tracks, mm-hmm. and then you, you got bored with whatever that man was talking about. You don't like J Cole. Just mm-hmm. say that, right? Or you have people that just strictly ride with J Cole because right. he with Jay Z. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. like, you know, you have, you know, he's but he's got a fan base. So it's it, but that's what that's what's the wrong with the conscious music. Most of them have to have like a fan base. Otherwise, that shit's not gonna be heard. Amongst all ears, the only person that's really doing that right now is Kendrick Lamar. Yeah, yeah, that's a fact. You yeah. know what I'm saying? But yeah. he doesn't get overly with it. You know, he he does mm-hmm. he does in his music, and you don't even realize it. But but it's still to where you can consume it in your ear. Mm-hmm. To me, his big his biggest attempt at that was to pimp a butterfly. Yeah, and the reception to that when yeah. it first came out, it wasn't there. <laughs> exactly. It didn't resonate to damn near four years later. Mm-hmm. And people are like, oh, I. He was talking about that now. Mm-hmm. What's right. going on right now? Yeah. Same thing with uh, same thing with Dam. Dam is the prime example yeah. of that type of music. He is rapping about this. It's to be for butterfly. Damn near part two, but mm-hmm. it's just it's done in a different way. He's just yeah. he's he's damn near masking it. He's just a genius. But yeah, you know. Yeah. But that's to me. That's just kind of what I look at. But I'm sorry, Ron, cut you off. But I just your points was just was grand with what I was. 100 grand with what I was talking about. No, so. no that's fine. And, and and another thing is for us to uh, move monolithic, and that's why I think this is so important in these type of platforms and these type of conversations is to kind of, mm-hmm. uh, you know, kind of unlock people's mind because I, not a lot of people think on a deep level like this. And, when, and, and mm-hmm. um, I mean, I didn't for years, you know what I mean? So that's uh, I just want to people to think about this because we allow, to your point earlier about somebody being real, we allow Takashi 69 to have this humongous fan base and everybody knew he was not there <laughs> doing the stuff that he was doing. But think about it. Why was that though? Because it's a little mm-hmm. Hispanic kid. If this is somebody yep. black, oh, you ain't doing that. You ain't living your life. You ain't real. So you know what I mean. We not uh-huh. accepting it in our culture, and that's and, and 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 that's the trick bag right there. It's always somebody that looks like us that has to be real. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Versus just yeah. accepting that it's an art form and they're and they're conveying this message. Or because like shit, we we watch movies all the time and be like, oh, that movie was good. But when it comes to uh, our art form, as far as hip hop, we got to sit up there and say that somebody's not real, which is bullshit. Right. You know what I mean? So look at look at how we like and then it's nothing against them but look how white rap is like you almost just accept them because you're not you're not looking for them to be quote real mm-hmm. you already assume like oh no nah, he lame he that you know exactly. he this or that mm-hmm. so you just accept it and they let you know now eminem might have been a little bit different because he was one of the newer ones like where he could, he could really spit mm-hmm. and it was like all right now you know what i mean but yeah. you still didn't necessarily accept it the same way mm-hmm. but just like other rappers now, like they don't come in, you know, Post Malone or other rappers, like they're not coming in doing some drill rap, you know what I mean? <laughs> like nobody's yeah. because you're not going, you're not going to resonate with it. You're just going to mm-hmm. be like, bro, okay, yeah. get this out of here, mm-hmm. you know. So I, I think it's like you said, Jerome. We automatically just like if it's a brother or whatever, and he's rapping about that. You better be talking about it. Otherwise, if we find out that it's not real, 
It's all, right. you automatically, it's over with. Mm-hmm. You and know, my trade is kind of funny. We were just having this conversation earlier about Lil Dirt, and I was saying, and uh, about his yeah, brother because yeah. his, his brother just <sighs> got killed. Uh, God rest his soul. And uh, uh, I was just saying, like, man, like Lil Dirt, like, I, like he's rich now. Like, why are you still doing these same things? Why, why like, you, still, you don't yeah, have nothing yeah. to prove to nobody. And then I brought up G Herbo. G Herbo was on on uh, on all his interviews. Like, man, I'm not in these streets no more. I'm I'm with my family. I'm at the crib. That's where I'm at. I'm recording mm-hmm. these songs. I'm at the crib. Like, I'm with my daughter. Like, you know. Mm-hmm. And, and so, you. Yeah. But, but but like I said, it just, just this need to be real in our culture. I think that's a mindset that needs to, that needs to change. You know what I mean? Because not every none of us. All of us consumers, none of us are out here living this life. So why are we sitting up right. here portraying that our right. that our artists have to have have to live this life? You know what I mean? It's it's, it's counterintuitive, right? And, but but at, but at the same time, the rappers also need to be vocal with that too, mm-hmm. because then it helps change the the, the conversation. Mm-hmm. If the rappers just say, "Bro, yes, I'm gonna rap about that stuff for y'all," but yeah. Y'all clearly know I'm like Fifty Cent. Like right. we know Fifty is not still right. out here right. busting guns. And, 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 I hope not. And even, right. and, and even more, 50, and even, can and you even, hire somebody? Yeah, and even more so to your point, Rick Ross. His 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 content has changed right. drastically right. over the yeah. years. But, he, but even talk- Ross, like Ross, was never really like talking about like busting guns or stuff like you know like mm-hmm. he he was all you know that smooth. Yeah. Smooth, oh, from dude. a hustler standpoint. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. You know hustle what I mean? Like, yeah. so his was never really, you know, violent or like, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, it, you know, it might, you know, my women may say it might be a little bit detrimental, <laughs> right? Yeah. As as what you're talking about, <laughs> which is fine, you know what I mean? Uh, yeah. But, uh, but, but, but other, but he wasn't like, you know, some music is just damn near dangerous, man. <laughs> like some, some mm-hmm. of that shit is just like, okay, yeah, they. This is clearly made to just go uh, fuck somebody up, <laughs> like uh, yeah. in about yeah. two, 20 minutes. You know what I mean? So right. I think some of that just needs to be regulated. I don't think it needs to be taken off the uh, the, the airwaves because mm-hmm. I think freedom of speech is still very important in this country. Uh, otherwise, because if you start doing that, then they're going to they gonna damn near try to take everything. But um, but I think it just needs to be regulated to an extent. Like Chief Keith, this man in Cali now, like, bro, just, just tell him that it's not that serious anymore. You know what I mean? Like. Some people right. just need to kind of come out and help their fan base. Otherwise, the fan base is going to take it literally. Yeah, some a, of them. Yeah, yeah, that's a fact. And uh, and and uh, back to the point about us uh, moving uh, mono, monolithically uh, as mm-hmm. far as culture concerned. Um, like I said, it, and the reason we we bring up hip hop is because, like I said, this is the number one art form right now uh, as far as mm-hmm. music music is concerned. It's the number one thing that's being consumed. So uh, the messaging in it needs to uh, portray that, and that's why I like Lil Baby because he, you know he 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 sprinkles that in his music as much as he talks about the other stuff. He still sprinkles the positive messages in his music, and he's not out here moving mm-hmm. like that. You know what I mean? Uh, 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 same thing with Twenty One Savage. Twenty One Savage says the same thing. He's with his kids all the time, you know. But he's he's you know he goes into the studio. He's he's separating the fact that hey, this is an art form. You know what I mean? Right. He so. says, I'm an actor. I'm acting. This is acting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I'm not really doing this in real life. Mm-hmm. You, you can't do that in real life with a $250,000 watch on your arm. Right. It don't work no, that you way. Can, bro. Right. It don't work that way. Mm-hmm. That's no. a, I was watching a Jay-Z um, um, interview on uh, David Letterman. It's on Netflix. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and uh, David asked him about that. And he said, he was like, oh, no. These rappers, they lying. Most of them lying about the shit that they talking about. He said they're not really doing that. You know what I mean? Like he said, no, this this lies. You know what I'm saying? Like, and <clears throat> I mean, it's okay. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, it's okay if you used to do that, bro. And 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 now, like you said, man, you got some money. You taking care of your family. It's all right to not do that, bro. Like, uh, and from what Jerome was saying, Kim, I don't know if y'all had heard, but um, little Dirk brother, he got killed. Um, I think last night in front of a club or some shit, or early this morning. You know what I mean? Like, bro, your best friend just got killed. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. 
Bro. Damn man, I didn't know that, but yeah, rest in peace, Tim. I you know that's yeah, that's sad, yeah. man. That's and that's what I mean. You man. just came out yeah. with your duet album with a uh, little baby or whatever. Little baby, you need to be yeah. celebrating that, you know. But but again, it's just you know it's just yeah. a it's a crazy crazy like lifestyle. Like nope, like you if you keep you know no no other musician has to deal with like what oh, these hip hop oh, artists have oh, to deal with. Now man. now we now if y'all do do dabble in a little bit of history, these countries some of these country singers some of them were out of their damn mind, so they was busting guns. <laughs> <laughs> but, but uh <laughs> they were not cowboys but they were crazy right. but um but at the same time like no artists are dealing with this type of stuff man like and these yeah. artists have to deal with this because they're of the environment that they're coming out of and that's what i'm saying like it's just very important for you to try to limit some of this stuff so that these people don't really think that this is real because then you're gonna just have to yeah. deal with these types of problems and it's and there's no reason not to deal with this type of shit. If you're just trying to come out here and make your music or become an artist and you, you just want to deal with that for the rest of your life. Otherwise, if you want to live that life, then I guess you want to keep... And there are some rappers that, that have, you know, Fredro Starr and, you know, a few others <laughs> that were, you know, from Rest in Peace to him and a few others that are out here, you know, currently, you know, but but it's just like right. Jay-Z said, man, I'm pretty sure most of them just... It's not, it's not worth all that, man. Like, so just stay up out of that, man, for real. It's just, like you said, move my... It's just about moving now the right way, you know, at this point. You know, you can still be entertained by that music, just like WWE. Most people know that shit is fake, but there are a lot of people, man. You got 50-year-old men, <laughs> like, that go to that shit faithfully. Mm-hmm. And it's like, do you really think that's real, bro? Like, right. you got to relax. Yeah. You got to really relax on some of this stuff because mm-hmm. it's just entertainment, but yeah. a lot of people take it literally, man, yeah. for real. That, and and uh, I don't know if I made the point yet, but as long as we, uh, uh, white people contr- control uh, propaganda in the media, these things are going to uh, continue to be prevalent in our community. And that's why I think sure. that's, that's why I was getting to the point about technology and these type of platforms and what. Uh, Can you um, w- mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, what uh, uh, Kwame Brown and, uh, you know, uh, other creators out there doing is, is, is very important because, like I said, it's 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 a different way of looking at things versus the shit that we've been fed every mm-hmm. single uh, day. Now, let's um, uh, move on to this uh, Stop Asian Hate. Um, <laughs> when I first heard about the stop <laughs> Asian hate, you know, I, I just thought it was a hashtag. I was like, oh, okay, this is you know, it's a, it's a hashtag. Uh, um, uh, of course, you don't you want to want to see nobody being discriminated against, and uh, you know, all these uh, people out here uh, was they were they vandalizing or beating up Asians because of they the uh, the coronavirus or whatnot? Is that what mm-hmm. it's initiated from? Um, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm a little ignorant yeah. to it, so uh, mm-hmm. yeah. So that, so uh, so that's what it's initiated <laughs> from. But um, it seemed like. America reacted pretty swiftly uh, uh, to, to stop to, to, uh, to, to these uh, to these acts and uh, creating legislation and um, and even the media. Uh, the reason I brought it up this week is because last week I was in Houston uh, on a vacation and my daughter was playing PBS Kids on her iPad and I, I looked up and I'm seeing uh, uh, basically uh, uh, different Asian commercials uh, for, uh, you know, it's the kids on there because of PBS. Uh, this kid was dancing and he was talking about how Asian culture was very important to American culture and how um, they, they, they shouldn't be discriminated against and everything like this. And I just saw a very, very conscious effort uh, from PBS and uh, other platforms. Nickelodeon had something on next after that. And I was just like, hmm, I was like, pretty interesting. Because I haven't seen that much of a consorted effort, but one time, uh, by uh, uh, mass media in America uh, to 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 push uh, um, uh, you know stopping something negative and derogatory towards a, a specific group of people uh, since uh, the the media blackout that they did last year in the wake of George Floyd. Uh, <laughs> never in the history of my life, right. thirty eight years on this planet, have I seen any consorted effort uh, at that magnitude uh, um, and legislation being passed that fast on a, for a group of people. Now I want to know what y'all thoughts are on this. Like, what, what why do you think that this happens so fast? 
Well, um, I'll go real quick because yeah. um, there's a little bit I want to say on this. So, like, I don't necessarily fault PBS because I think PBS has always been kind of like this no. anyway. Oh. Like, uh-huh. Hold on, it's like before you go, because I'm not faulting PPS either. I'm just bringing, I'm just using them as an example because that's just one of the, okay. one of the platforms that, that I saw. They, on. Yeah. They, yeah. they be on it. Yeah, like yeah. They will, yeah. I, I, I think, I, I, and I'm not laughing at this, but this is funny to me. But I think that they one point had like a, a character that like, or a Muppet, I don't know if that's what they call him, but I think he had like AIDS or something, or it was some kind of terminal disease, and they were teaching like kids about that. And uh-huh. I was just like, man, they they own it. And that was like from back in the day. But anyway, Fact. um, because I've seen one about coming together and racial injustice, but you like you're right. Most of that was in wake of um George, George Floyd. So I think that I think that to an extent, I think that George Floyd has kind of changed narratives on certain things, even though they know some of these companies, especially, don't give a damn. But it's like now they have it's like almost like having to be checked, kind of like uh, what you were talking about with the Kwame Brown situation with uh, Stephen A, for example. Mm-hmm. It's like being the top. It, it kind of helps with crabs in the barrel syndrome, too, because mm-hmm. when you have your own platform, you can kind of you can kind of uh, stop, stop the bleeding. So, like, it's all it's kind of put Stephen A in a way to put him in check. Like, bro, you need to start start really seeing what you're saying and really like reevaluate how you're doing it. Now you're seeing them in a. Uh, uh, HBCU coats and all this other kind of stuff. Right. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I, I think I think that right. it's it's starting to it's starting to check everybody at the door to an extent. And the George Floyd thing, because of the way he was killed on live TV with the knee on the neck and all of that, it's forced <clears> people to lo- look at him in a certain way. Like, damn. So I think that now because of okay, this Asian Asian stop the Asian hate thing came about. Oh, well, we got to do something. We got to hurry up. And but uh, but to your to your point. The, the stop the Asian hate thing is a little bit more, uh, to me, more palpable because um, Asia is almost the new black right now. Um, this st- representation is changing. You're starting to see them get a little bit more involved with politics to an extent. Um, it's just Asian culture in, 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 as a whole too. And, I, and what I mean by Asia is like also India. Mm-hmm. You know that 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 realm too. You're yeah. starting to see them. In, in, uh, uh, I mean, Kamala Harris is a prime example. They're starting to talk about her Indian heritage. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And bring it bringing that up. So I think that they are recognizing that it's changing. The demographics are changing, so that they want to showcase like, hey, we think it's important too. What was that show that came on last year? Um, it was like a big Netflix thing. Uh, Asian, a, crazy rich Asian, kids. Crazy, crazy rich Asian. Like, look, look at how they're pushing that. Like, bro, it's, you know, like it shouldn't be yeah. pushed that way. It should just be it's a show coming out on Netflix. But yeah. because America is so inherently racist, <laughs> they have to like them. They're showcased it that way. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So, so I think that that's what's kind of changing. I think that hopefully, as we continue to go, things will change. But, but to your point, I, I mean, stop the Asian hate to me is just a little bit more of a of a marketing tool. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, but I think that's really where it's, what the basis of of is coming from to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tristan, uh, Montre, what are your thoughts on it? If you have any, to me, I feel like it's a slap in the face for, <laughs> oh, <us>. for sure. Because, <laughs> because man, like you said, George Floyd happened. That was all over CNN, <sighs> everywhere mm-hmm. people could see it. It was very violent, very ugly to see. So they pushed the agenda a little further. But once you get us quiet, mm-hmm. you can go and not say anything about it. There was a kid in Ohio, I think at the beginning of this year, that got shot by a police officer walking into his door with a Subway sandwich. That wasn't on the news, that wasn't on CNN. A couple of cop killings happened within the last couple of months. It's gotten real quiet, real fast. Yeah. Yeah. Not No disrespect to the Asian community, I love everybody, mm-hmm. but 
the event that happened in Atlanta was tragic and, uh, you know, rest in peace to the people that lost their lives during that. But after that, everything got pushed real fast and it was highlighted and it's been highlighted ever since. Yeah. But the one thing that happened, bills got passed or bills, legislation, yeah. mm-hmm. not a thing happened for us yet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, George Floyd happened a year ago, but still no results or nothing to protect us from cop killings or uh hatred that goes on in our community police still getting away with it Derek Chauvin and you know that happened but we kind of expected that Mm -hmm. because of how heated that situation was but it's a whole bunch of other people that died from police ever since then and that just got administrative leave Mm -hmm. let's just outside of police brutality let's just bring up like the historic uh ramifications of uh, all the shit that's happened to black people throughout the, the years. You know what I mean? All the way going all the way back 400 years to slavery and sharecropping, yeah. mm-hmm. Jim Crow. And, and now, yeah. uh, now lately is uh, uh, p- uh police killings. You know what I mean? Um, I think yep. that we are missing something fundamental uh, behind this Trey, Did you have anything to add before I start? Explaining? No, actually, uh, Tristan test, uh, basis on exactly what I was going to talk about. Like, um, like Joe Biden passed that bill ASAP. Mm-hmm. When that when that Asian shooting happened, like you know what I mean, immediately, yeah. like you said, man, that's this a slap in the face for representation. Uh-huh. I, I want to pick. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, I, no, I'm gonna go ahead and let you uh, make your point, Tristan. Then I'm a, I, I have something that I think we all missing here, but I go ahead and let you finish. Even what you're saying, just hatred. Period. I don't. I can't yeah. remember exactly where my mom was telling me a story about a police chief that walked into a restaurant and they told him that they couldn't serve him. He was out of uniform. He comes back the next day in his uniform they ask him what may what can we do for you i was just here yesterday out of uniform but now that you see on the chief of police i'm somebody yeah he was maybe was right. he, he was he had to be black correct he was definitely yeah. black okay. hell yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. you know walking to a diner yeah. and that that type of things happen i don't i don't frequent diners like that mm-hmm. but we've all been to them and you see the look that we still get to this day it's a dollar oh, yeah. locally mm-hmm. where we're at where i'm at and you know you walk in there it's nothing but trump trump supporters mm-hmm. in there in their establishment and they make it very known that we really don't want you here but behind their counter is all black cooks mm-hmm. now right. now trey you was done uh before I, yeah i was done okay that. so here we go so so this is what i think that we're all missing fundamentally during the the whole entire uh, pres, uh, presidential uh, run of uh, Donald Trump for the last four years, um, he messed up a lot of U.S. relationships with uh, with China. Um, we do a lot of business with China. <laughs> I'm not sure if y'all aware, and I'm being sarcastic here. I'm not sure if y'all aware how much business the United States does with uh, China and Southeast Asia in general. I'm not just gonna say China because it's to stop Asian hate. It's not just China, but um, they're, they're one of the largest countries over there. So that's why I was pointing to uh, China, and uh, we do a lot of business with them. Also, Representation. Uh, yeah. Also, also uh, 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 Southeast Asia, uh, Korea, South Korea. We do a lot of business with them. We have, um, you know, we have an armistice right now with where they're one of our allies. We're War with uh, North Korea, quote unquote, it's an armistice, not war. But we do a lot of business with Asia, uh, in short. And they have a whole country behind the uh, Asian Americans here. They can go back to a country. Uh, when I when I when I would fly back and forth to Korea, uh, it was always a, uh, the the Korean air was full of Asians going over there to do business. We do a lot of business with Samsung. We do a lot of business with Hyundai. These are all, all Southeast Asia com- com- companies, if y'all not aware. Um, I think that's why America jumped on it so fast and passed legislation. Mm-hmm. Now, we don't, we don't, America doesn't do too much business with, uh, um, I don't know what just happened. I had a screenshot pop up here. Anyway, America doesn't do too much business with uh, any 
uh, countries in uh, Africa. You know what I mean? All we do is treat uh, treat Africa like like uh, uh, Ghana, for instance. If y'all not familiar with the um, with the tech dumps that we have over there in in Ghana, and uh, you know we just treat Africa like as uh, the the world does. You know what I mean? And none of us have have any ancestry mm-hmm. that we can or or any connection to the continent that we can point back to and say, hey, look what they're doing to us over here. You know what I mean? Like like Asians can they like Koreans can go right to South Korea and be like, hey, look what they're doing to us over here. Uh, you know, Chinese Americans go right to China and say, look what they're doing. Japanese Americans can go right to Japan and like look what they're doing to us over here. So it was on America to correct that. And that's why I feel culturally we need to move as a unit. <laughs> and that's why it's so important. And and, uh, and that's why I, uh, I bring that up because, um, like I said, even we can point to J. Cole going to play basketball over in Rwanda. They didn't want him there. Regardless of how good he was on the, on the court, they felt like it was some uh, privilege that was tied to him being over there playing on that team. And, and which it was. Which it, that's a fact. It was some. It was one hundred percent. Because he had no business playing. That's 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 correct. But also, you you know how much uh, um, attention I didn't even know Rwanda had a basketball league over there. I you know what I mean? I, I I didn't know. I'm just talking about me. I'm pretty sure the majority of our listeners and the majority of Americans had no clue. You know what I mean? And uh and and J. Cole brought a lot of attention to that. And and those games, some of the games, like they was cracking, like they had a, a a high level of uh, talent, you know what I mean? But you never know what J. Cole could have been bringing to the table as far as for that league and for that team, you know what I mean? Um, right. uh, so they, they, they want him to go because, okay, look at you, who, who are you? But, you know, this, right. this is why how I feel we need to be tied together culturally as American uh, or as African-Americans and, and start moving together culturally so we can have some protection uh, uh, behind some of the things that we're trying to get accomplished in, uh, in our community. Because, um, like I said, every, all these other people who have a country represent, standing behind them, all these other Americans who have a country standing behind them, they can they can get laws passed almost in an instant. Look at uh, the uh, his, um, if I'm losing right turn, Latin America, Latin, um, Latinx commu- uh, community. Yeah. Uh, um, look, look at all the things that uh, Ava Longoria got done uh, when she was uh, lobbying for uh, President Obama for the uh, for the uh, Latinx community. You know what I mean? So it's just something I want to I, I want to point to. Uh, uh, that's the thing. One fundamental thing that I think that we all were missing. Um, well, that's what I was saying about representation. I mm-hmm. mean, that's it's all government. That was where mm-hmm. that came from. Correct. But mm-hmm. They know that they have to. They know that they have to be held accountable. Mm-hmm. That's where that comes yeah. from. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that 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 yeah, that's all I was I was, I was pointing to. Mm-hmm. But like I said, we definitely have to uh, uh, start doing a better job. And now onto a, a little bit lighter, lighter, lighter topic. This is more so in uh, me and Trey's uh, realm of things. But uh, uh, I don't know if y'all, uh, if all the listeners heard, but uh, Marvel was supposed to purchase. Apparently, this is a rumor. I'm not sure if it's true or not, but purchase DC from uh, Warner Brothers. Uh, so that means that they would actually get the DCEU and have a whole uh, control over their IP and whatnot. Uh, I think that that would be a horrible idea <laughs> strictly because Kevin Feige, every time I see Kevin Feige on a Marvel platform or on some kind of town hall or one of these, uh, what do they, what they call them? Like the, um, What's it? What's that stuff that that all the nerds go to? Trade like Comic Con and all that stuff. Oh, Whenever, uh, yeah, yeah. Kevin Feige looked like the most stressed out human being on the <laughs> Every time he I did. see him. So I think we need to be uh, having like 15, 15 movies in production, bro. That, that's, what that's what I'm saying. So I think we need to protect Kevin Feige at all costs. But mm-hmm. let's protect that 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 white man because he's doing a very good job with the MCU. <laughs> We, don't, hey, we he, definitely he, need to stop. Hey, he is though. Yeah, yeah we is. definitely need to stop them from purchasing. If, if if this if Marvel if this is actually true, we definitely need to stop Marvel from purchasing the uh, DCEU because we do not need Kevin Feige stressed out or, or overstretching his uh, you know his uh, his mental capacity. 
That, like straight up, dog. Yeah. Hey, hey, he really be having like 15 movies in production, dog. Mm-hmm. Hey, he, he be looking like he is not having a good time. Bro. At, at, at all. <laughs> but, he finna uh, retire next year. Why? You know, I'm good. I'm, I'm done on this shit. Yeah. And uh, the NBA playoffs, man. Y'all been, y'all. Uh, I know, I know. All of everybody in this group has watched it. Tristan, you watch basketball? You been watching basketball? Yeah, I do, man. My Lakers out. Yeah. Oh, talk about it. <laughs> oh, hey, Kendall, we got another salute Lakers. to y'all, Bucks. Yeah, yeah. Another, well, yeah. I mean, they're Lakers fans too. Don't worry, oh. they're probably saluting your sadness. No, no, no we are. Me personally, I can give a fuck about the Lakers. <laughs> we are Buc- no. Buc- Bucks and Lakers fan. Kendall don't like the fact that we can be. Um, <laughs> I, I, can be I, but I'm, I'm more so. Uh, I'm, bro, I'm really a LeBron fan. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I, like, I just, I just be wanting to see dude. You know achieve greatness but i'm like my team is the bucks always you know what i'm saying so like so the two teams i was rooting for was the bucks i wanted the bucks in la i wanted that actually to be the finals you know what i mean so yeah with the lakers out that shit pissed me off so i'm hoping the bucks can somehow put brooklyn out man like because i mean we really we can't like our, our just our team i was watching the game yesterday and i'm just yeah. like we really should be busting their ass yeah. <laughs> like you know what i'm saying like, Absolutely. So, mm-hmm. yeah so man but they really should have won that game but yeah. yeah, yeah, man. The, but, the, but you you think about it though. We well, we like rank second or third in three pointers. Mm-hmm, we couldn't third. even hit a shot, so yeah. we just yeah. didn't catch no rhythm. Not, and not that's not finna, that's mm-hmm. not exactly. Yeah. No, yeah, not, not two games in a row. No, not yeah. two games in a row. Because like I said, Pat Connaughton and uh, uh, what's his name uh, from the Spurs. Uh, God, the, the kid be knocking down the three. Forbes. Forbes, yeah, Brent yeah, Forbes. Forbes, Brent, yeah. Brent Forbes. I couldn't think of his name. Brent Forbes. He was a. Uh, um, they were they had zero points in the third quarter. Like I said, the Bucks couldn't buy a basket. I think I don't know how many threes they missed yesterday because I, I I had left and stopped watching the game because I was getting irritated. Um, but uh, yeah, they, I don't think they're gonna go two games in a row with a shooting drought like that because they only lost by nine. You know what I mean? That um, I just think it was out of rhythm because they had a week off and Brooklyn just got done playing uh, a series. You know what I mean? So I, you know we all know basketball is a rhythm sport. Uh, so I, I, I definitely yeah. at least Giannis looked good. Uh, Giannis looked very good last he night. Looked, yeah, he looked okay. Yeah. He needs to take more of the defensive responsibility of Kevin yeah, Durant. Oh, okay, D. Yeah, yeah I, I agree. Yeah, I agree um, with that. I'm talking. I'm about fine with PJ. I'm fine with PJ doing what he's doing, but yeah. I'm saying like the only two people that should be on him are him and Giannis. Yeah, like, everybody else more, should just. I'm talking about be, more on the offensive like, end, Kendall. When, yeah, when they he, couldn't get a bucket, he was doing his thing. I think he had like 37 points last night. That's what. That's all. I'm not. I'm not saying but, that he. I'm not. Again, but, that's fine. But but you have to be aggressive all game every like like how Durant was on both ends of the floor he was mm-hmm. the most yeah. aggressive nigga on the court and that's why they won mm-hmm. you have to do yeah. the same thing you can't be out here bro you're too long Mm-hmm. To just not be guarding De- Kevin Durant, nobody can hold Kevin Durant, but your long ass can give him some problems. If 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 uh, if um, what's my, I just said his name? Um, the only two people that should be holding him, uh, PJ Tucker, Giannis, and uh, PJ Tucker. Mm-hmm. He's he's giving him problems every time Kevin yeah. Durant has the ball. He's in his face. He's he's right here. Oh. You know what I'm saying? That's what you need to be doing, bro. Not to get in foul trouble because I know that he can't get too aggressive. You don't want to exert your but that's what you need. Same thing uh, uh, Kawhi Leonard did the other day. He he he's on. He's the aggression. It has to be there. Otherwise, yeah. you're gonna lose. They can, you can't you can't let KD and uh, Kyrie play around like that. You got You have to be on that ass. You have to be. And and and, and if and if for like for any of our listeners, if you ever play like basketball at a high level or like a competing level, it's some it's something called um, you can score thirty. But it really had no effect on the game. Exactly. Giannis thirty-seven, Jerome had no effect on that game. I didn't even know he had thirty-seven, and I watched the whole game. Listen, you get what I'm saying? I'm but agree- I knew. I'm agreeing with you. I'm just bringing up to the point I, I, of his I knew, rhythm. I knew. You know what I mean? I knew what KD had, and I and defensively and everything, because mm-hmm. how when he was scoring, 
He was doing it at the correct times. His defense was coming when the Bucks would make a run. He really hit everything he was doing was affecting the outcome of the game. Mm-hmm. So like what Kendall was saying, Giannis has to be more aggressive offensively and defensively. Like he needs to hold. You got to be scaring their ass like they like yeah, he was yeah. last year. People mm-hmm. were yeah, scared he, of that nigga yeah. damn near. You know that's what you got to yeah. do. Yeah. You got to bring that you out have, of you. Yeah. You know, in, in in the regular season he was doing that. You know when he was defensive player and uh you know MVP. Hey, skip back, skip like Bayless, skip Bayless and Stephen A. Smith. Listen, I'm not yeah. disagreeing with y'all. <laughs> what no, I'm saying, it wasn't, it wasn't what I'm saying, no, 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 no. It was about it was about saying he needs to play on both ends of the floor. So yeah, I'm not, I wasn't ends, disagreeing yeah. with you at all. Yeah, 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 I'm yeah, saying, yeah. I wasn't disagreeing. He has to be on yeah. both ends. Fuck yeah. his offense. Yeah, he has nah, to be nah, on both I, ends. I just was clowning right. y'all a little bit. Y'all good because y'all was y'all was on a pure tire. yeah, like Giannis is like a like he he's one of those like. He'll he'll block your shit on the other end, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? When y'all when they finna tie the game, he'll block it and then come down and dunk it. That yeah. that's controlling the game, you know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. now instead of it being tied, now y'all up by four. Yeah. You know what I'm saying, bro? Like so, that's what he normally does. He wasn't doing that mm-hmm. yesterday. Do y'all feel like no, Co- do, y'all, do y'all feel like Coach Bud made Kevin Durant was? Yeah. <laughs> do y'all feel like Coach Bud made any defensive adjustments last night? Because I didn't really see too many. No. He don't he don't no. make a lot of adjustments. He, he, he don't he don't really adjust like that. No. No, he don't make enough. That's why he needs to get fired. But my problem mm-hmm. also is, is uh Brooke Lopez, uh Kevin Durant was holding him and they and he wasn't posting him up. Like I just don't be understanding that. Like I I you're too yeah. big, bro. Like to not I don't care how much how great of defense that Kevin Durant was holding. He can't hold Kevin he can't he, hold he can't, Lopez. No. You no, should be can't. You should you should have at least every time he he's on him. It sh- they should have gave him. The it should have been a bucket. It should have been, been a bucket every time. Bucket every time. Who, who was commentating? Uh, was it Grant Hill? Uh, was yep. it Grant Hill commenting? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, he he was calling every time. He said, "I don't know what they doing." Like he, he said, he, it's, like, "It's insane. It's insane." Yeah, like yeah. I, I yeah. like you still giving him. You still giving Giannis the ball at the at the uh, at the th- at the key. Like bro, throw that ball in the paint and and let him abuse <clears throat> uh, Kevin Durant a little bit to get him tired at least. I'm right. not saying he can and, abuse him for real, he's, it, but he's, he still have, at the end of the day, Brooke Lopez has post game. He, he always don't have that. And he's he a big, big dude. dude. Yeah. So yeah. you can you can have your way with Kevin Durant. And, Kevin Durant's and, just too 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 lanky. He can't he can't guard that. What I've been what I've like been that. what I've been yelling the last uh, three years. Activate Lopez. I've been yelling that for the last. Yeah, three yeah. Years. But, but it's 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 almost like they forget when he was with uh, when he was with uh, Brooklyn Nets when he was on that team. Right. He was the Close best enough. center in the league. He Man, wasn't shooting threes. Absolutely. He was on the post, like so. He has he, a serious post game. He's falling in love that damn three. You need to get your yeah. ass into that basket and and abuse Kevin Durant and because abuse, he, yeah. he has to be yeah. tired. You can't let him just get in his game. He's right. gonna score regardless. He's gonna score down there every time. He's gonna score like, regardless, yeah. man. You can't stop him. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 and I, talking I, to playoffs too, Jerome. I, I definitely got this uh, <laughs> game one, uh, Atlanta and uh, Philly. Mm-hmm. Man, hey, so, <laughs> Philly can destroy. So, oh, 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 that's, oh, that's what y'all watch. I, I was wondering why I didn't even realize they was playing right now. Uh, I knew Philly was going to yeah. destroy because they haven't got Embiid. Embiid is out, right? No, he no, playing? he's playing. He playing. But ain't he hurt, though? Yeah. Ain't he hurt, though? Embiid got like 20. Yeah. They just get, when I, t- I turned it on like a little while ago and I looked at the score, that was down, it was like 25. Like, I've been watching this like since we've been on this podcast. 87, 82. Damn, man. Yeah. Okay. I've been watching it since we've been on this yeah, podcast. I kept seeing, well, not watching it. Yeah, I kept seeing you looking up. I was like, Kenna must be watching the game. I didn't even realize yeah. there was a game on right now. That's, that's what I was looking up at. I was watching the game. Listen, yeah. I'm telling you right now, the, the, if, the Bucks don't, if the Bucks don't beat Brooklyn, which I got money on them to beat Brooklyn in seven, 
Uh, if the, uh, the NBA is over for me, I ain't watching not another playoff game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so, hey, because yeah. literally, the only two teams that's built to beat them was the healthy Lakers or the Milwaukee Bucks. Those yeah. are the only two teams that really can beat Brooklyn. So. Yeah. What y'all think? Yeah. Y'all, y'all, y'all think uh, the Clippers? Because Clippers play uh, uh, tonight. No, I think I think the Clippers can have a, 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 a good shot if 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 if, if uh, Kawhi is playing like how he's playing yeah, continuously. He's playing that, that, yeah, they always yeah, got a he, shot. Yeah. yeah. He has to continue playing like that. I, I and, agree. With and that Paul too. George has yeah. to be aggressive. I don't know what he's. You yeah. Know, he, he. I mean, he's still. Yes. But, but he's he, like, he been balling. He's been having. He's, like built, he's balling. But he has 30, to. Like we're talking about yeah. though, he got to be aggressive on that defensive end, bro. Yeah, All that's right. that's cool. But you got to be aggressive on that defensive end. And he's, right. you know, come on, man. You supposed to be. Are hey. he, isn't he supposed to be the best wing? One of the best wing defenders or whatever. Like, yeah. well, we need to see that, bro. <laughs> right. Come on. It's supposed no, to be Pippen and Jordan part two, right? Isn't that what I'm supposed to be? Right. Get the hell out of here. Only person that's anywhere close that to that is Kawhi Leonard. That's the only person that's right. in any type of breath of of some. If you want, if you want to play that game and say he's, you know, his defense or whatever, but that's it. Right. I was gonna talk about this Pfizer booster shot, but I think I'm gonna let this one ride. Well, I think I'm gonna Kawhi was looking crazy, man. I'm like, man. Yeah, we're gonna let this one ride. <laughs> Right. Uh, he was blowing. yeah yeah. If, if he playing like that though, like yeah, they they, <laughs> they, they have a shot. Have a chance. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Because I mean, well, you know, everybody else is gonna be able to play. You know, like you know, the, there's gonna be some player. You know, Pat Bev, he just can't do shit right now because of Luca. You got, but you got, they got a bench still. They just can't do nothing with something right. with Luca. You know, that's all that is. But you still got Batum over there. You still yeah. they got a squad. It's not like they're you know that they don't have right, pieces. Right, right. So they can they can compete with Brooklyn, but it's just got to be Kawhi has to be it, playing like what he's doing just, right now. It's just Utah and the Suns ain't gonna do nothing. So it's right. like, no, you know what I mean, yeah. yeah, no, it's over for that. The I right. mean, Utah, yeah, yeah, but for sure the Suns not doing nothing against us. So no, I, I, I'm just one of the person, bro. Like I, I, I'm gonna take, I, I'm gonna take when it's the playoff time, bro. I'm going with the best players over the best team. It's just, it's hard for me not to. You know what I mean? Like because the playoffs it just it slows down so much. You know what I mean? And you really need somebody who can really go get a bucket. Nah, I was just saying, compared to. to Phoenix, you know what I mean? Yeah. That's not even gonna happen. And, Tr- and, Tristan nah, Booker nah. is better than everybody on Utah, but he ain't right. They're right. not gonna do anything. Tristan, you see how passionate they get about basketball? You can't yeah, get a word in. That's why. Hey, listen, they can they can please forget that we doing the show every time we get to talking about basketball. Every time they forget we do. Not the playoffs. I thought you said you were talking about playoffs. Hey, listen. No, what I'm saying is we Tristan has been in the background trying to say stuff, and I've been trying. Hey, y'all. What I'm saying is y'all completely forgetting that we're doing the show. Basketball segment. Basketball oh, segment. Oh, my bad. I, 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 I thought we were interjecting. I didn't know we no, were. Y'all good. Y'all no, good. no, y'all good. Y'all just funny as hell, bro. Because I'm like, I'm like, hey, I'm like, yeah, man, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> y'all niggas is going crazy over there. Hey, I ain't mad at it though, no, because y'all, y'all hey, right. Hey, hey, brother, man, listen. Milwaukee Bucks might win the championship, man. When niggas just excited, man. Yeah, That's yeah. all. No, no, y'all good. No, y'all, just got, no, y'all just got it's me rolling. Time, been a little old time. Y'all, Brewers. Yeah, y'all just got me rolling. Go Brewers, right. Y'all just got me rolling over here because me and Tristan both in the background like, yeah, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nah, that's funny. Yeah, dog. Go man, listen. But uh, uh, so y'all got the y'all still y'all still got your money on the books. Of course. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 And we all got coming out the West now that the uh the Lakers have been put out officially. Okay. 
You don't care? Same. Same. Um, I think same. the Clippers is going to come out of the West, yeah, personally. That's all I mean, I like I said, if if, if, uh, if he, like I said, if Kawhi's doing this, it's over. I mean, ain't nobody beating that team. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, but, yeah, Lakers were really – I thought it was going to be Lakers-Clippers, personally. But, yeah, it doesn't look like that's going to happen. But, um, um, I, you know, me personally, I just hope both L.A. teams lose. So, uh, you know, I, I hate all L.A. teams. So well, Not the Lakers, but the <laughs> I know, I got you. I know, I know, I know you're yeah. a Lakers fan. I don't mean nothing against you, but it's just yeah, my, my, my thing. I was um, I was highly disappointed in uh, Luca's performance in that last game against the Clippers. Oh, man. Well, yeah. You said Luca. <laughs> yeah. Well, his neck is halfway falling off, Jerome, so. <laughs> I know From got... the game before that, yeah, yeah. he died. Oh, I didn't, didn't even know that. That's yeah, crazy. Yeah, yeah. He he could he like uh in uh, the game before the last, he could barely even do this. Like he could barely move his neck. Yeah, yeah, yeah he did so all he, he did. He did all he, he, he did. Do. Yeah, he did. But all they couldn't find do. a shot. Tim Hardaway couldn't find. Nobody could find a shot with the, in the third, in third and the fourth. It was horrible. Mm. He was the only one. Man, and it was crazy. close. I, the last I thought he was fine minutes. after the game though. After the next game, I thought he was fine. Was he? Yeah, I thought so too. That's what I'm saying. I didn't. I didn't even know he got hurt. I think. I think the nerve damage that he had was stress. I think he was just probably stressed out from the playoffs. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Because you know he's he's the team, really. I mean, yeah, right. Yeah, can, I mean, Porzingis is trash. I mean, let's just yeah. keep it real. I mean, I'm not. Let me stop saying that. He's not trash, but he don't show up. He he's yeah. yeah. He's always hurt. He's AD Junior. He's always hurt. Right. Right. You know what I mean? They always have to carry the, no against nothing against AD, but I'm just saying he's always fucking hurt. No, he At this is. point, it's Kendall. time to start asking the doctor. He's white, like, Kendall. He's white, like, Kendall. So you is... can say he's trash, Kendall. He's white. He, be- he better than Kwame Brown. <laughs> no, poor Zink. No, no, poor Zink. All right, all right. Hilarious. Hilarious. Well, he is better than Kwame Brown. But uh, but he, not by far. <laughs> not by far. <laughs> well, yeah. Oh, but he is better than Kwame Brown. I am dying over he here. He is dying. correct. But, uh, yeah. but yes, but I can't stand Porzingis. I don't know. You were seven, seven, twelve, and I don't know what he. Uh, he, he, think so he, a, he think he a shooting guard. He think he. <laughs> so I, yeah, he think he play Thompson he, out there. He yeah. claims it off the damn uh, oh, uh, rim. So it's just like, mm-hmm. man, please take your big ass under that paint as well. But mm-hmm. yeah, so he's the team. So I think that's what that was. I think that was stress, man. Those pinch nerve and all that. That sounds like that's something going on. That's stress to me. Mm-hmm. Y'all got any else? Uh, anything else to add uh, before we wrap? Go Bucks! Go Bucks! Go. Tristan, you got, any, you got, got anything, right. brother? I'll be back next it, year, man. as always. Lakers gone, man. Yeah. <laughs> Tristan, awesome. But it was needed, though, man. Short season. Y'all got 75 championships. Y'all are be okay. <laughs> we need All another 17. Right. Oh God, we need another 17. Right. Yeah, I'll take All another right. one. <laughs> LeBron took that COVID shot, dog. That's why he won hooping, dog. Right. <laughs> no, no, that was that damn tequila party he had. That's what it was. Mm-hmm. Go hang out with Drake before the playoffs. Right. right that was AD falling out again, as always. Right. Now, that's all, that's <laughs> all it was. Like, hey, if LeBron AD was going to be LeBron, bro. LeBron ain't doing yeah. none of that no more. He, he, on, right. he, on, he on coastal mode until the finals. He, yeah. Right, right, right. He and that's, why, that's why AD there. He on coast mode until he, the finals. The reason why they lost yeah. is because they could have beat Phoenix, too. Yeah. Without AD, oh. but LeBron ain't being yeah. he wasn't aggressive. That's all that no, was. he was. No, he wasn't. No, not at all. Yeah, that's all we uh, let's keep it real. He yeah. just wasn't yeah, he was aggressive. walking back on play 36. Yeah, all right. Like, he he hey, don't hey, want you, it. You, hey, he wanted, but he don't want it. Listen, that bad. listen, <laughs> hey, 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 listen, you could tell in his face, he was like, Man, what they say, AD got 
nah, he ain't coming back for three to four weeks. Look, we ain't gonna win the next round if we get out this motherfucker. Oh God, that's what. <laughs> hey, listen, and, 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 hold on a second, hold on a second, hold on a second. And, and it was I'm not a, about to play hard. And it was a rumor that uh, he told AD not to rush back from his injury. So honestly, I think LeBron had it in his mind, like y'all said, that they weren't gonna win anyway. So like, yeah, said, I, so, anyway, so, so he, so he like shit. We got, and LeBron was hurt, so he was like, shit. Let's just let's just give it a go next season. Do we really believe he can't beat no Phoenix, man? I'm not saying it just because of this name Phoenix, right? But he, y'all saw Spurs in that game where he could have took over and they probably. Oh won. yeah, yeah. I mean, he had yeah. two back to back. Right, and it looked he didn't get aggressive good. until third quarter, which right. is crazy. So I, that's why I just think he he knew, like, you know, I, I didn't think that far about getting to the next round. Like it's over if AD don't come back for three to four weeks, but but he just he didn't want that. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like he he could have he could have beat them, man. Come on, yeah. And like Chris so we Paul got, was hurt, and we got it ex- really was just. And we no. really gotta accept the fact that LeBron is thirty six. Like you know, what I'm saying so. Right. Like he, he ain't the, he ain't the, he on the down slope of his of his greatness right now. So uh, I, yeah. So we we we, we they definitely have to played a lot of right. games. Yeah, he's played a ton, thing, Yeah, exactly. So like I said, yeah, they definitely he, he definitely deserves to be around some other great players and uh, for playing at a high level. None of goddamn Kyle Kuzma. Hey, hey, need to work yeah, on just get rid of Kyle. Listen, AD need to work on his. No, on, what on they should have did was not got rid of that last iteration of the damn. What's Tom Brady doing in Tampa? Everybody coming back. Everybody. That's what y'all should have did. You should have kept Dwight Howard and lost your damn mind getting rid of him. He was windmilling at the damn park with Ted Cooper last year. They should have kept Rondo. All of that. When when Dwight Howard is windmilling again, you keep him on your team, bro. Right At the park? You keep him. You keep. You keep that damn Spartan on your team. Now he in Philly looking crazy. Mm-hmm. But now he balling. He balling. He's still balling. But still, he should have stayed in L.A. Man, so along with along with uh whoever else they could have kept. Yeah. Uh, bro, I, I feel like they should have kept Danny Green, even though he didn't do too good. Absolutely. Uh, you know, because he that Philly balling bro, too. Sharp shooter. Look, you look, always they, need him. The whole team. They mm-hmm. bro. It, maybe a couple of the players could have brought everybody. Could have let go. But yeah, you, you know, don't, you, don't, you know, LeBron yeah. does not like young players, so he's not gonna. He don't. That's why he walked out. <laughs> Just get rid of Kuzma. Uh, what, did, what did he walk out the other game? He can't stand Kuzma. We start. We started digress a little too much, so we gonna because, go ahead and give the listeners a break, and we can continue yes, we this will. conversation off the air. He hates Kuzma. <laughs> but <laughs> listeners, 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 thank y'all for tuning in this week, and we will see y'all next week with another episode of Unlabeled the Podcast. And we will talk to y'all later. All right. Still 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 going. All right, y'all. Feel it. Feel it. All right. right, Feel it. Feel it. Come on. Come on. (laughs) Peace. (laughs)